is for Kanban. For today's episode and our STEAM alphabet here on our SIP episodes, I want to talk about Kanban. It's spelled K-A-N-B-A-N. And some people call it or pronounce it Kanban. Some people pronounce it Kanban. But that's just an example of where my focus isn't necessarily on the pronunciation. Let's talk about how it helps organizations and people be successful in project development and project completion. And Kanban and Kanban are a flavor of Agile. It's a concept that, that's borrowed from a manufacturing process improvement approach. And it has to do with flow. That said, again, it's something that we over in IT borrowed and have found ways to apply it. And there's two particular components that I want to talk about because Kanban, there is a Kanban board, which is kind of the visual representation of work and the flow of work. And then there's Kanban, the methodology or approach that emphasizes flow and throughput and avoiding bottlenecks through things like work in progress or whip limits they're called and also things like swarming on the work where the team all stops their individual activities to come together and swarms just like bees do to all work together to quickly get something that is important done and to keep it from being a bottleneck. So those are just some of the the, the various components. Now, let me refer you to some of the official definitions. There's many Kanban blogs out there. You can type specifically Agile Kanban, especially when you're talking about uh, technology, software development, and how Kanban has been adapted in technology to help with project implementation because it's one of the things in IT and software development. Again, this is a a whole new arena. So old methodologies and other methodologies that have been used for the last 20, 30 years haven't been all that successful. Um, One that you'll hear us talk about quite often is waterfall. And that's doing things in specific phases and completing one phase before moving to the next phase. So you would do the scoping, you would then complete that, get sign off, you do the requirements, sign off on that, then you do the build, complete that, and test. Now something like building a car or building a house, those phases are important, they're necessary, and they work very well in that stair-step kind of regimented fashion. Software design is it's much more of a combination of soft skills and a little bit of art and design uh, mixed with every problem that you're trying to solve is unique in itself. So every solution is unique, not like uh, building a house or building a car. There are certain components. Now, you may stylize it on the outside or the interior, but the components that make it run can be um, identified and are pretty consistent. 
that's not the case in software. So that's why the software industry um, and, and people in project management and business analysis and just um, the IT leadership have always grappled with what's the best approach for software development. And so they, they beg, borrow, and steal from all these other different methodologies. Now, if you look up and do a little research, Kanban is a technique for managing a software development approach. And it's new to IT, but it's it's not new in general. Kanban underpinnings come from Toyota's Just-In-Time, and the abbreviation for that is JIT Production System. So if you do just a little background on uh, Toyota, the Just-In-Time uh, production method, um and a lot of the different production methods that we borrowed from Japanese manufacturing brought over to the U.S. to help with the American auto industry back in the, the 60s and 70s, about the same time where software development and design was really taking off and being done in masses and across multiple different industries. Um, Furthermore, Kanban is Japanese for visual signal or a visual representation of the work. Okay, and it also it can be loosely interpreted to a card. So Toyota line workers use a Kanban, actual cards and a, and a visual board to signal steps in their manufacturing process. And this system highly is highly visual in nature, allowing the team to communicate more easily on what work needed to be done and when. So as it moved down the uh, assembly line or from one department to the, the next, um, they use these cards and these boards to signal, okay, our piece is complete now uh, it's in your backlog. You can pick it up and um, start the work for the next group or team. Okay. So again, thinking uh, from a development perspective, Kanban is a method for visualizing the flow of work in order to balance demand with available capacity and spot bottlenecks. And that I think is the, the biggest takeaway is leveraging Kanban to help with that flow, to help to manage capacity. Like I said, there are some great blogs out there. And of course, the Wikipedia, uh, wikipedia.com, that's W-I-K-I-P-E-D-I-A.com. If you go there and look and uh, search on Kanban, K-A-N-B-A-N, you'll find a lot of good information. Now, a lot of groups use the, the Kanban board, and there's now a lot of tools, um, such as uh, Jira and TFS, that simulate Kanban boards and simulate cards on the board. And there are, at least in my experience, 30 different ways to kind of divide up and illustrate the type of work that in the different columns on a Kanban board. You might have a column for backlog, uh, column for analysis, development, uh, then the testing, and then on to production. Now, what that really feels like is a very waterfall uh, approach. What I also see is when people are using kind of a scrum approach, the columns look more like the to-do, in-progress, and done. Because you the to-do, again, the cards would represent stories, 
once you start a story, everyone is working on that story. So it's in progress. And then upon completion, and it moves to the done column, then we know that the it's ready for demo and uh, completion. And so when someone's using this for agile, you only put enough things in your current to-do column that would equate to a two-week sprint. So you use your relative sizing um, and then determine how many story points, which we know that's referred to velocity. So the Kanban board can be used for waterfall. It can be used for agile. And that's why some hybrids um, call it Scrumbon because it's a combination of Scrum and Kanban using the, the board. Now, once you start using some of the other components of the approach, like the whip limits, like the swarm, then you are getting into Kanban, not just from the board and the visualization, you're now getting into the approach. Um, and again, like I said, there are probably 30 different ways uh, that you can create Kanban boards. You can do Kanban boards just for your team. I've seen Kanban boards used for shared services, Kanban boards used for a help desk, even Kanban boards um, used for um, cross-team planning, uh, such as your for your program increment planning or even for your portfolio planning. One of the things that I've seen is having a Kanban board that shows your planned work and then having a horizontal lane for unplanned work or having lanes for the planned work and then another lane for stretch goals. So all of these are, again, one of the things that I emphasize when I'm talking to people about how to leverage the Kanban board, make sure it reflects the type of work that you are doing, your capacity, and if the, you need to identify a lane that is specific to what you all do, do that as well. Um, and there'll be more about Kanban boards and you'll be able to visually see some of those examples in some of our upcoming videos that will be posted on the B2T training website. So stay tuned for that. It, again, the Kanban board is part uh, visual board. So it's a topic that serves best when you have a, a visual vehicle to deliver it. So I will be talking more about the Kanban board in our upcoming videos. But again, You've learned a, a new word, have a new perspective, and Kanban boards can be used in any industry. If there's work to be done, if there's the potential for bottlenecks, if there's the need to communicate and be transparent and the work in progress and the work completed and being able to acknowledge the work and the uh, success of work completed, then you have a Kanban board. A lot of teams in Agile do their daily stand-ups right in front of the Kanban board. And if it's in a tool, then it's something that would be projected via uh, WebEx or um, any type of vehicle where everyone can visibly see that um, and everyone be able to react. With the Kanban board and the day-to-day -day transparency, you eliminate a lot of status reports and writing of uh, status reports. So, 
check it out. And I hope you found this helpful. And stay tuned as we continue A to Z STEM topics here on Technology Expresso. Bye for now.